Welcome to the Raz Blitz Podcast. I am your host, Matthew Bowie. And we couldn't get any guests today, as uh, Jay has been suggesting. We're trying to get the Razball writers on, but we, we will soon enough. Joining me today is my co-host and partner in crime, Zachary Robinson. Zach, how you doing today, man? I'm doing great. Uh, I'd like to apologize in advance for those listeners that are getting sick and tired of our voices. I know I am. Um, but no, I'm having a, uh, I'm having a pretty good week. Uh, pretty excited about, uh, Gordon Hayward and this year, the, the Celtics are looking pretty good. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, <laughs> he's off to a great start with his Celtics career. Uh, so depressing. So that's, depressing. I feel so bad for the guy. Yeah. Um, sounds like a fractured ankle. So yeah, yeah. I don't, it looked like his ankle was actually off of his body. Yeah, it was it was tough to tell. I didn't I personally didn't watch it live, but I saw the videos from it. It did not look good. Um So you'd have to assume that's probably yeah. a season, right? I think so. Um again, I'm not the expert. For those of you that want excellent fantasy basketball advice and injury advice, be sure to check out basketball.rasball.com. Um headed up by Stan and T Hole mostly, I think, on their podcast and then a couple of writers had uh, worked there, so you know, quick plug. Gotta 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 give the uh, basketball side some love, but um, good for you. You're a company man. I I am I am I am a company man. But uh, no, that was talking basketball with Matt and Zach, and uh, <laughs> I'm getting excited for uh, week seven. Yeah, me too. It's crazy. We're almost halfway through the season. It's it's going by way too fast. It it like the off it season is so long, and then the season itself just you blink and you miss it. I know. I, I really could miss this season for the Buccaneers. I, I wish I could blink for a very long time and this Buccaneers season would just go away. Do you want do you <laughs> want to hear my um my my hot take about the Bucks now or do you want to wait until we pre Of course, of course. Go go for it's it. It's not like season long. Season long they'll be fine. I still think they'll probably sneak in as a wild card. Um but Ugh, for I this wish. week it wouldn't shock me if if Jameis Winston's the number one quarterback, this not the number one, but that's he what you said up, last week. He puts up, uh, and I was, and I still expected him to do well, but you know, his uh, his throwing arm got in the way of that prediction. But I really, I like. I'm sorry. I the more that I think about it, the more that I like the Bucks offense this week against the Bills. I don't think the Bills defense will be this good for this long. Um, and again. He has all the pieces there. I, I, I think this offense should regress back to just being a high flying offense. We'll get to it in a little bit. I have some thoughts on the on the Buccaneers myself, but uh, we'll start with Thursday night with the Raiders and the Chiefs. The Raiders are at home at two and four. Uh, Amari Cooper last week five catches for twenty eight yards. Um, one could call that a bounce back, but I'm I'm not going to be the one to. Michael Crabtree found the end zone again. The Chiefs lost their first game, but I mean, obviously they are a defense or an offense that you trust with Kareem Hunt. And some people really love Alex Smith. I am not one of them. He is having a much better season. Uh, Tyreek Hill has been up and down, but what do you what do you make of this? This is a Thursday night game, so obviously it's going to be a little weird. But who do you like? Yeah, no, I actually like Alex Smith. Um, I'm interested to hear what you, why you don't like Smith this week. I think it's individually a great matchup for all of the just 
pretty much every aspect of this Chiefs offense. I know Smith is, I believe, seventh or eighth on the Razball on the uh, projections. Um, but I think it's a good matchup for Smith, Hunt, Kelsey, Hill. And then on the on the Raiders side of the ball, I don't mind Derek Carr. For Lynch, if you need to start him, sure. But if you definitely, if you have other options, I think you can bench uh, Beast Mode. And I love Crabtree this week. Like I, I absolutely love. He should be matching up against Marcus Peters, which doesn't which sound. Great. It doesn't sound like <laughs> a great matchup, but according to Pro Football Focus, it's like an eighty-two or eighty-three percent advantage. That's I've Peters never has seen. Been awful this I've, year. Yeah, I've never seen. And Crabtree has been the exact opposite of awful. Um, mm-hmm. And then in terms of people who I don't like, just Cooper. I. You yeah. Know, I aside from him, there's nothing really not to like about this game, which will mean that everyone's gonna suck just because I think that this will be a high scoring game. But it's a Thursday night game. That's the problem. And yeah. uh, with Alex Smith, I mean that's kind of the issue with me. I like how he's been moving around more, uh, maneuvering the pocket more. Uh, he's been throwing down the field more. I do, I do like it, but I just don't trust it long term. I mean, I've watched what is it <laughs> 10 11 years of Alex Smith now and now all of a sudden he's this great quarterback I mean we have a large sample size of him not being a great quarterback so it's going to take a while for me to yeah, start well, ranking him in the top 10 well maybe I think he's a good quarterback just maybe not necessarily a good fantasy quarterback that's what I'm saying okay, yeah. I, got, I mean gotcha. obviously him and Andy Reid get the team to the playoffs every year, but as far as a fantasy quarterback, it's going to take me a while to rank him in the top ten. In beast mode, it's interesting. Um, I th- I think you got to fade him till further notice because he hasn't gotten more than thirteen carries since week one, and he's only found the end zone twice this year. Yeah, I think you can bench him this week, and in terms of rest of the season, definitely put him on hold. And that's what we expected anyway at the beginning of the yep. season. We were just proved r- wrong in the first week, and we were like, oh, well, maybe he is yeah. going to be maybe an absolute. Greatest. Maybe he is beast yeah, mode. Yeah, maybe he is beast mode. But then we have to say, okay, well, hold on. Hold on just yeah. a second. We're just too quick to flip. We always are. Yeah. Every, yeah. <laughs> I, everyone, you know, spends so much money on Chris Carson, you know, week, you know, week two, fab. And now look at, you know, look at what's happened. So things definitely do change. But in terms of rest of the season, I, I don't think there's any reason to feel confident about beast mode. So if you're upset about my Alex Smith rankings, I'm just trusting my instincts because I really have nothing else to go on this season because it's just been so weird. <laughs> yeah, it, it always is, though, isn't it? I feel like we say that every single year. Oh, this is just ah, a weird this year. This weird, though. This is just the NFL. The NFL in general is just weird. You know, this season is strange just based off of just based off of all the off the field issues itself. Like I've never seen this before. Right? Yeah, totally. And and really quick, we can wait until the Dallas um, game. But do you want to hear my conspiracy theory about the Cowboys? I think that'd be good. Dallas game. Uh, I'll remind you when we okay. get there. Do, do, okay, do it definitely. Okay, so the Falcons and Patriots Super Bowl rematch. It's in Gillette Stadium this week. The greatest of all time, Tom Brady, Brandon Cooks. Uh, who do you think is going to be uh, leading the backfield in New England this week? I've, that's a great question. I don't know. 
I have a lot of them. I, I think have a lot of great questions. Definitely, and I, you know, I appreciate that. I, I definitely appreciate <laughs> your question asking. But I think in PPR, I think it's a, you know, we can definitively say James White will be productive. Um, but in terms of on, you know, in standard leagues on the ground, I'll say this: not Mike Gillisley. You know, Burkhead, I think, is still injured, if not already declared out for this week. I mean, it's got to be Dion Lewis, but I don't love Dion Lewis. I think Dion it's Lewis. Dion Lewis, too. I, mean, I do I, in this matchup. I think just based off of process of elimination, it's Lewis, but do I like... He had like... some good runs last week. Yeah, definitely. He was definitely productive, and I was glad I was, you know... You know, because I have red zone, so I wasn't watching the Patriots game the entire way through. However, you know, I would keep seeing these highlights of Lewis, and I was like, "Wow, they're really featuring him." That's, I mean, definitely, it's not strange, but on a week-to-week basis, who knows who it's going to be? But do we really like uh, Lewis if I'm if we're expecting the Patriots to not only you know be trailing, but you know, for this to be like a why would we expect the Patriots to trail? Because their defense, Matt, is just so bad. The Falcons' offense is not very good. Well, I they'll be, have the you seen have you seen Julio for winning Jones' that. stats? Julio yeah, Jones doesn't have a touchdown this year. That's just Julio, though. I don't understand why the offense isn't getting Julio the ball more. But Devontae the, Freeman only has three hundred fifty-three rushing yards this year. Granted, he gets a touchdown every game except for last week. Yeah. I mean, well, he only didn't score last week because I was high on him. But <laughs> you know, the Jets were winning f- and. They, they should have won last week. The the Austin Safari oh, Jenkins the, that, that was, was a, touchdown. a touchdown. That was a touchdown. And you know the Jets should have won that game because the Patriots defense is so awful. It's going to have to take a bye week for them to figure out what the heck is going on with this defense. You know I, I like every aspect of this Atlanta offense. On New England, I like every aspect of their offense, especially Danny Amendola. He draws a really nice individual matchup. Um, but in terms of the Patriots running game, I'm only really confident in saying that James White is a good start because, you know, I, I just don't think that this game will be low scoring and close enough to where they'll ha- the Pats will have the liberty to try to control the time of possession and, you know, just, you know, you know, run it up the middle. I, I don't think they. I don't think they'll have that liberty to do so. Yeah, I, I don't feel comfortable starting Gillisley or Deion Lewis. Uh, is there anything you want to talk about on the Falcon side of the ball? Yeah, I, I think there. You know, correct me if I'm mistaken, but I, I think uh, Dan Quinn said that they're upset with how they're not using um, Julio enough. Mm-hmm. And then in terms of the running game. I like just because again it's a great matchup. It's not necessarily a good game script in theory, but it's a good matchup for um, Devonta Freeman. I expected Freeman to do really well last week. Uh, last week, and I was disappointed that I think Coleman vultured one touchdown, or was it multiple touchdowns from him? It was just one touchdown. Yeah, I think I was watching. And I was like, uh, oh, he at least had to... one on the ground. I don't remember if he had one through the air. He or not. definitely had one on the goal line where I I thought yeah, it was I, Freeman I initially, that. and I was celebrating, but then you know. I was sorely wrong, mistaken. Wrong number. Wrong, wrong dude. But um, <laughs> no, I think you can start Freeman. I don't hate Tevin Coleman just in as a flex because it's a really good matchup and they seem to be splitting some of the workload. 
I like Freeman Matt Ryan. Him, yeah, he like yeah. doubled his yardage last week. It was the same workload too. Is nine carries apiece. Yeah. So just because of that split workload, I I think you can start Tevin Coleman and Devonta. Um, and then you know I like Matt Ryan. I like Julio, Taylor Gabriel. Sure, if you need to. Um, it's definitely a great matchup. Yeah. Like I've said numerous times in the span of five seconds, but you know I'm high on every single offense, both offenses. And drug. Say, say it again. And drug. You're high on every drug, oh, too. Oh, yes, that too. Okay. Uh, Buccaneers and Bills. I guess it's time to talk about Jameis Winston. Um, the thing is, he's been struggling all year, throwing the ball downfield. Uh, very inaccurate so far, although he has been able to, since the Bucks have been down a lot, he's been able to rack up the passing yards and garbage time in like the fourth quarter and whatnot. Um, leading him to, I think, coming into the week, he was averaging, coming into the week before he went out with the injury last week, he was averaging like 300 yards a game. The problem is he sprained his AC joint, and that's only going to worsen his accuracy uh, as far as from what I've heard uh, about people who have suffered this injury. I think it's really it's really going to be bad for Jameis. I have him ranked 13th this week. I am not looking forward to watching the Buccaneers play right now. Uh, their defense is really bad. I think it's going to be a really good week for LaShawn McCoy. Um, I think you can think about starting Nick O'Leary in your tight end spot if you're in a if you're in a tough spot at tight end because that's who Tyrod's going to be targeting. I wouldn't necessarily go as far as to say that it's a good idea to start Tyrod Taylor though. But those two, I definitely like. And on the Buccaneers side of the ball, I like Mike Evans and Doug Martin, and that's about it. Yeah. So let me let me you know resend my statement, you know retract my statement from earlier about uh, Winston. I think he's a I think he's a really good daily fantasy play because I think people are going to be really off of him because of this AC joint. Where, I think they have a good point. And sure, they have a good point. However, I expect him to play in this game. Um and because he is playing in this game, I think it's a good enough matchup because I don't expect the Bills defense to be this good for and, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but I, I don't I don't think they'll continue to be, you know, we're only going to let in one touchdown or two touchdowns on the year. And keep in mind too, the Bucks have been really bad in their two road games this year. That's true. That's true. However, you know, Winston is still sixth in the projections as of now. That could change based off of. Good any, luck with that. Yeah, based off of any news. Um, I don't mind Winston. Again, there's definitely a you know a plethora of other fantasy options that I would rather start over Winston. You know, guys like Wentz, Prescott. You know. Breeze and Brady, Mariota, Russell Wilson, Cousins, Ryan, you know, etc. Um, but I, I, you know, I like Evans, I like Doug Martin, and I, I would just assume that the Bucks will, will be playing from behind, and they're just going to say, "All right, Winston, it's your turn." You know, it's your turn. Just throw it as many times as, and you know, as often as you can. Um, to get us back into this game, and then on the Bill side, I don't mind starting Tyrod Taylor. It's a great matchup. If Palmer can do it with a terrible offensive line, you know, then then I think Taylor can definitely do it. Um, well, I think Adrian Peterson really established yeah. the running game in the first quarter last week, and that led to... And if he continues... Uh, go, I'm sorry, go ahead. 
No, it just it just led to him having more, you know, open open spaces down the field. Um, I think it gave the entire offense some confidence and some swagger. Uh, to be honest with you. So, like, I really do like Carson Palmer going forward if Adrian Peterson can be any sort of semblance of what he was against the Buccaneers. Yeah, and, you know, if Adrian Peterson can definitely do it against this Bucks defense, you're starting LaShawn McCoy. McCoy. Yeah, yes. you're starting LaShawn McCoy with the utmost confidence. And then, again, I, I want to echo your statement about um, Nick O'Leary because... Uh, because uh, Chuck Clay is out this weekend for the foreseeable future, not foreseeable future. How long was the... the it is for the foreseeable I was, future. I, was, I haven't heard I anything. I heard something for like maybe four to six weeks is when he'll come okay. back. But, you know, I like uh, Nick O'Leary because he is that security blanket for Taylor, especially in the red zone. And then um, it's not a great individual matchup for all of the Bills receivers. You know, we're talking about how, you know, just the this Bucks defense is not very good. and But individually, I, I can't say that I'm eager to start Zay Jones and Jordan Matthews if you have no, to, No, no, sure. no, no. But I, I, if you have to in deeper leagues, sure. Because it is a good matchup. It's a good it, overall. It could, it could all go to Andre Jones. It or, could I'm go, sorry, Andre Holmes. It could go to them, and it could just be you know we're just gonna keep pounding the ball with McCoy and you know uh, Taylor to Nick O'Leary. But I, I I just don't have enough confidence to start Zay Jones and Jordan Matthews. Yeah. So the Panthers and Bears. Uh, I don't like Cam Newton this week. I think the Bears defense is much better than they've been led on to be. Um, yeah, I'm a little worried about what's going on with Cam Newton right now. I, this is definitely not the first time I've said that this week. I I think he's, I think he got a little banged up in the fourth quarter on Thursday night against the Eagles. As far as I know, he's good to go this week. Um, I really like Jordan Howard this week. Uh, 36 carries last week. I mean, the guy is just a volume monster. So he's a, a weekly RB1, RB2 type character. Um, it's, despite not liking Cam Newton, I still like Kelvin Benjamin this week. Um, that's just a few guys that I like in this game. Who do you like? Yeah, so I, for, my, for the show notes, I wrote down, you know, for to start everyone on Carolina if you have to. Um, I think there are better options than Cam. I think there are better options. I, I I'm not eager to start anyone in this Panthers run game because no, the no. Bears front seven is just really good, and I I I like Benjamin and Funchess a lot because individually against Prince Mukamara and the other who's the other cornerback? It's I for, I'm blanking on his name, but oh me too. Oh uh, Fuller, Fuller, Fuller. Yes. Kyle or Kyle, whatever. Kyle Fuller. Yeah, so it's good individual matchups for Benjamin and Funches, so I think you can start them, but I'm not eager to start Cam or anyone else in this running game. And then on the bear side of the ball, obviously you're not really starting anyone in the receiving game, and you're starting Jordan Howard. It's not a great matchup, but like I've said numerous times, when there's you know a workload, the production will follow, and you can't not give a running back you know 35 touches a game and he, you know, he'll, the defensive line will eventually tire out at the end of the game, like and what we saw in overtime, and he'll just he'll just take one, 
you know, for a huge gain, and that's what, that's where most of the production will be. And then Tariq Cohen, you're sitting him, and I, are you keeping on to Cohen in season long? In, no, like, rest no, of season? no. Yeah, I don't think so either. He, so, had a, he had a pretty nice week last week, but no, like Jordan Math, or I'm sorry, Jordan Howard is yeah. uh, by far the best option, and I think he's going to continue to out-snap Tariq Cohen by quite a quite a good margin. Yeah, um, and then in terms of the Vegas notes on this game, the over the total is pretty low, so I'm expecting a, a fairly close, uh, you know, defensive battle type game, which I think benefits. The Bears benefits generally Howard. hold their own at home. Yeah, so I, I think this is a really great recipe for Jordan Howard. Yeah, it is. Um, Saints-Packers, I was really eager to talk about this game. Because I want to talk about Nick Hundley. I know he didn't look very good uh, <laughs> walking in, uh, walking into the Vikings game. Uh, sorry, I was kind of stumbling there. But he had three interceptions, one touchdown to Devontae Adams, which kind of was Devontae Adams was just kind of left wide open and just ran in from like three yards out like, oh, no one's around me. But I think, A... The Vikings defense is very, very good, and you can't just throw in a quarterback. That's not Aaron Rodgers because, I mean, the other guy's not getting uh, first-team first snaps. So I think with first-team snaps this week, he will be a lot better off. So while I do not want to own Nick Hundley, I definitely do not want to get rid of Devontae Adams or Jordy Nelson. I think they can still have very productive seasons as Nick Hundley starts to learn the offense and become more comfortable in game situations. But, and I definitely want a part of the running game. I definitely want Aaron Jones. I definitely am comfortable starting Ty Montgomery in my flex spot. I think they'll continue to find creative ways to get the ball. He was one, you know, kind of weird drop away from having a touchdown last week. Uh, what do you think of the Packers side of the ball? Yeah, no, I I agree with you wholeheartedly. Everything I would say is what you covered. Um, this is really a this this is the turning point for this um, for our expectations about this Packers offense. If they can't really if they can't do it against New Orleans, then especially the thing home, is, New Orleans is well, actually Orleans pretty is, good on yeah, defense. New Orleans is getting better, but still definitely an easier matchup when you're comparing it with they Minnesota. forced five turnovers last week yeah but that Lions. was also that was a that game was so weird though it really was it I was a lot of short it. fields for new orleans yeah i was watching it with my friends at the time and i we i we just kept looking at each other with our mouths open we're like what another yeah. defensive touchdown from the one yard line like, you right. know, batting the ball down, it happened again and again. Like, just weird punt returns for touchdowns. And that game should not have been close, but it was. Um, but, no, I think this is an easier matchup for the Packers offense compared to last week. Uh, everything what you said about the receivers, I echo. Um, I definitely like uh, uh, Nelson and Adams. It's a great individual matchup for Randall Cobb. Uh, getting the third cornerback in New Orleans. And then, again, I like their running game. So, Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Saints side of the ball, I expect Brandon – I'm sorry, uh, Michael Thomas to have – I was going to say Brandon Cooks. I expect Michael Thomas to have a big game. Uh, Ted Ginn, I think it's possible that he has another productive day. 
Colby Fleener is just like not a part of this offense anymore. But Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram, I love them both. I love the Saints side of the ball this week. Yeah, it's weird because this game is in Green Bay, but New Orleans is favored. So I think we can expect the Saints to put up production. I like Breeze and Thomas. I don't. I'm not eager to start Ginn or Snead or Coleman. I'm definitely not eager. If you have but to, sure, have, but it's not the greatest matchup. To. It's not the greatest matchup in the world individually based off of receivers and cornerbacks. And then it's it's already a tough matchup for tight ends in general against Green Bay. And, you know, I think we need to file a missing, rep- uh, missing persons report on a Fleener. Yeah. So Jaguars and Colts featuring my favorite running back in the National Football League, <laughs> Leonard Fournette. <laughs> yeah. God, he is just so good. Yeah, I was also just too, so wrong about that. Quick quick public service announcement to anyone who has Leonard Fournette. Get Chris Ivory as soon as you can. Like yeah. now. Like pause pause the podcast. Go to the, your fantasy app um and pick up Chris Ivory and then, you know, and then we can talk. Um this team is committed to the run. The team is really committed to the run, and we and they're not afraid to give Fournette the workload. And they even featured Ivory, who even had a touchdown, I believe. He had one touchdown uh, last week. You know, Ivory is an immediate RB two slash flex, just based mm-hmm. off of workload in general. If Fournette goes down, which there was a scare in that game where I, I didn't I didn't know if he was gonna, you know. I thought he had a. I thought he was going to be pulled out of the game, but he wasn't. He, he, you know, he kept. He was. He was still in there, but yeah, I, I like Fournette this week, of course. But just moving on and you know, moving forward in general, I think it's a smart move to pick up Ivory because I think he's you know, I think he's just better than Yelton. Um, and then in terms of this game itself. Bortles isn't the worst streaming option in the world. I know that they keep the, you know, they rely on their defense and they pound the ball, but it's a good enough matchup for where if you're in, you know, a 16-team league, I think you can roll with Bortles and not completely hate yourself. And mm-hmm. then I'm I'm interested in these Colts running backs um, on the Colts side of the ball because I'm expecting their, you know, the receiving game to be, you know, to get shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, with Bouye and Ramsey. It could be a big Marlon Mack week. It really could be a huge Marlon Mack week. Exactly. All right, moving on to the Cardinals and Rams. Kind of get it going a little bit. Uh, Carson Palmer against the Rams. So, yeah, I know. I was kind of talking about Carson Palmer and Adrian Peterson and how this uh, how the ball might get rolling on this offense. Uh, now looking at the matchup, I'm not so sure that this week is the week. I think uh, Adrian Peterson could be back to reality against this front seven, and Carson might end up feeling like he has to do it himself and start turning the ball over. Personally, if I'm doing a pick I think the Rams are going to take it at home uh, to get to 5-2. and two. Uh, They might be the best team in that division. But I do like Todd Gurley a lot this week. I continue to love Todd Gurley. I continue to rank him uh, very highly. But uh, what are you what are you going to do with Sammy Watkins? I mean, you just can't start him anymore, can you? No, and they're trying to get him involved more, or at least that's what they're saying they're trying to do. That Thursday night game was such a tease. It really was. It really was a tease. Um, yeah, definitely sit him this week. I still want to keep on to him just in case, 
because I think something's got to give. He's their best receiver, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, it's close between him and Cooper Cup because obviously Cup is producing, but Watkins. On it's just paper, kind of funny because he's just he's just been dealing with Robert Woods taking away all his targets, like for years now. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, I'm so much better than Robert Woods. Why is this <laughs> happening? Yeah, right. Um, no, I actually, speaking of Woods, I don't mind him this week, and I don't mind Cooper Cup either. Um, and in terms of, of course, Goff as well, I think he's not the worst streaming option in the world. And as for the um, the Cardinals, I don't want to start Palmer or anyone in their passing game, but you know the Rams still do rank 22nd against the run, according to Football Outsiders. It's a good enough matchup. Again, it's a big if because last week could have just been a tease with Adrian Peterson. But you know, I you know, for me personally, I think the reason why Adrian Peterson did so well and might continue to do well in Arizona is because he just he really seems to be at his best whenever he's involved in any sort of switch, as in Mm -hmm. you know. A switch with his children, a switch in football teams. He just seems to just be really, you know, happy with switches in general. Nice. You just, uh, you nice. just had to get it in there. I, didn't I, just, you? I had to. I had to. But you know, we'll have to see yeah. this week if they're committed to the run um, and continue. Because I, I, in the breaking news piece on Peterson, I said, you know, if they're committed in Arizona to giving him the ball, then. It, He'll be productive, and that could have, you know, we might be looking at it, okay, well, of course they're going to give him the ball. Well, yeah, that was against Tampa Bay. So mm-hmm. this is this is a different matchup. This is a different atmosphere on the road, not at home. I'm interested to see how they'll use Peterson, but just based off of last week, I think you'll have to just put him in your flex because it's a good enough matchup, and you're, you're, you're going with the idea that they're going to give him the, the ball. All right, moving on to the Vikings and Ravens. Um, so, you know what's interesting is this is the Vikings' fifth home game, and this is their seventh game. Yeah. Yeah. I don't do, do they get, like, ten home games? Like, is there something I'm know. missing here? I don't know. They're getting too many home games. The Packers are signing D3 quarterbacks to, you know, to back up Hunley, and Kaepernick still doesn't have a job, and the Pats' defense is terrible, and I don't even know, man. I don't even know. Pardon my takes yeah. on ESPN now. What is happening? What uh, is happening? <laughs> fucking sellouts. <laughs> um, so, uh, Jarek McKinnon. I, I like him a lot this week because I don't think Case Keenum's going to be able to throw on the Ravens. Uh, one thing I am interested to get to hear from you: uh, Can you answer the impossible question of whether to start Alex Collins or Buck Allen? In terms of rest of season, I don't know. For this week, don't start anyone. Yeah, fair enough. Um, it's I'm expecting this game to be really low scoring. Yeah, the over-under is 39.5. Yeah, at least a one-sided blowout by Minnesota. Um, yeah. I think you can start Thielen and Diggs because individually they grade well against, um, you know, they match up well against Baltimore. But this Baltimore defense is still pretty solid, and this Minnesota defense is still very solid. And the Ravens' offense is just terrible, and the Minnesota D- offense is it's okay. Uh, it's definitely mm-hmm. serviceable. So definitely start both defenses if you can. Sit Buck Allen and everyone else. Um, and then start Thielen and Diggs. 
Okay. Cowboys and 49ers moving on to the late afternoon games. All right. We have uh, C.J. Beathard's first start. And you yeah. know what? I have to stream him this week. Uh, really? In the that one league we play in together. Oh, the um, Industry Duds? Industry Duds, yeah. Nice. Because I have Matthew Stafford on by. Oh, okay. What a... What rank are you in the standings? I am ninth. Oh, okay. That's not bad. No, I'm three and three. I'm right outside the playoff picture right now, so I'm pretty happy about that. How many, and I think remind me, how many teams make the playoff in that leagues? In that six. League? Six. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. I'm one game out right now, so I'm uh, yeah. I, I'm I've won two in a row. I'm building some momentum. Hey, you're I've getting won... there. Good 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 for you. Good for me. Yeah, you're four and two. You're in yep. the playoff hunt. Yep, I'm fifth, so that's good. That's good. Yeah, but you know, uh, just fantasy football is just easy for some people. Uh, apparently, I have I could I couldn't venture to guess where I'm at in in the writers' league. I, I, I still haven't checked it. I want to look that up, and this is going to be an awkward pause in it, but we won't edit. It no, out. We're no, gonna, I, we're just going to leave this live. You I look it look up, up my rankings. Talk about okay. Uh, yeah. All right. The thing about this game is, is I really like Ezekiel Elliott this week. Especially since with the suspension looming, we don't know how long it could be. So I think he's going to get a heavy workload against the 49ers. I think the Cowboys are going to jump ahead early. And I think we're looking at 35 Ezekiel Elliott carries. I think 200 yards and two touchdowns is not out of the realm of possibility. There was a commenter who asked me why I was so low on Dak Prescott this week. And the thing is, I'm not actually that low on Dak Prescott. I have him ranked 11th. I think I'm going to move him to 9th because I'm going to, I want to move him ahead of Ben Roethlisberger. And who else did I have him ranked ahead of? Marcus Mari- Marcus Mariota. So I think I'm moving Dak Prescott to 9th. So some names, I, I still want to start Carson Wentz over Dak Prescott. I just think it's going to be a big Ezekiel Elliott week, but I think it's a top 10 week for Dak Prescott as well. Yeah, I, I like Dak a lot. Um, I like pretty much every aspect of this uh, Cowboys uh, uh, you know, offense. You want to hear my fake opinion slash conspiracy theory about Elliott? Oh, yeah, here it is. So... He'll probably play this week and next week, but he'll be suspended the rest of the season because, you know, this is probably how the conversation went. All right, so Roger Goodell goes up to, you know, um, Jerry and says, all right, Elliot's going to be suspended, you know, the rest of the year. Jerry says, all right, you know, Jerry Jones says, all right, uh, that's going to cost us some money. You know, how, you know, what can we, you know, how can you repay us for all this money we're going to lose, you know, not putting Elliot on the field and, you know, we might miss out on the play or not miss out on the playoffs, but we might not. So far, I'm so far. I'm totally agreeing with you. Yeah. And so, uh, uh, Goodell probably said, okay, you know what? We'll give you the NFL draft. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, That's not my actual opinion. Um, I think Elliot's going to play the whole year. Um, I do too. You must've been reading my article. Yeah, yeah. I actually really liked your intro to the rankings piece. Uh, you said something oh, about yeah, how you. you always just bring everyone down, just ask Zach. And I was like, hey, that's me. That's my name. Yeah, and I, I do that to you a lot when you text me really early in the morning. Is that true? Do I, do I text you a lot early in the morning? Uh, Sometimes. It could go either way. It doesn't make me upset. I'm just usually not in a good mood. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't be either if, you know, I was a Cubs fan. Right oh, now, yeah, you had to bring I'll say, that up. I'll say right now. 
Well, it'll be the off season by the time the people hear this podcast. The Cubs will be done. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Seahawks and Giants. So, no, uh, really, definitely. Oh, yeah. Just real quick. Uh, you got to talk for ten more minutes about a game we already covered. Go ahead. Um. <laughs> so I really like Des Bryant, Dak, and Elliott. I think Dak should be a top ten quarterback. I think you should definitely move him over Roth. I'm gonna have Met nine. I'm um, gonna have Met nine. I some names to just keep in the back of people's minds heading forward uh, is uh, Beasley and uh, Bryce Butler, because Terrence West is not really doing anything in this offense, um, and Butler himself has been you know he's been climbing up there in terms of targets, and Beasley's always a threat you know. Every it seemed you know once in a blue moon he he. He seems to go off in PPR, not once in a blue moon, but he seems to be quite productive every now and then in PPR leagues. And if they really do fade away, you know, if they really do fade Terrence West away um, in this offense, I think Beasley and um, and Bryce Butler can be definite uh, flex slash wide receiver three options rest of season. Alrighty, uh, Seattle and the Giants. As I was going to say before, I was rudely interrupted. Uh. <laughs> I like Evan Ingram again this week. He seems to be the best option for for Eli Manning, especially with these corners. Um, I think a touchdown isn't out of the realm of the possibility. I don't think the yardage total will be the same. But as far as anyone that I would start on the Giants side of the ball, that's probably it. I love the Seattle side of the ball. Not the running game, but I love Doug Baldwin and Russell Wilson this week. What do you think? Yeah, I like Wilson this week. I like Baldwin. I love Jimmy Graham this week. I think this is not that he hasn't played well this year, but I think this this week, if if it's not gonna be this week, I don't know when it's gonna happen, but this week should be a real big like blow up, like, you know, hundred yards and two touchdowns kind of week. Um and then if Procise is healthy, I think you can roll the dice on him because they really need him to come back into this offense because they're they're not really getting any production from their the ground game thus far. Um, and then on the Giants side of the ball, yeah, sure you can start Evan Ingram, but I really I think you should just sit everyone on the Giants this week. Uh, yeah, no. Um, Bengals and Steelers. I'm getting a lot of negative comments on my rankings this week. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it either. You guys, hey, everyone listening out there, leave. You be you, nice to me. You leave MB alone. You be nice to me. You, you, he's he's kind of trying his best. <laughs> no, I I had a problem with uh with how my rankings were set up this week. Like usually, I I start with a consensus and then I move around from there. It started with my preseason rankings this week for each position. Okay, that's so it was weird. really hard. It was really yeah. hard to rank this week. And my defense and kickers got mixed up. I swear it'll be fixed next week. Um, yeah. And then I had that guy earlier this week that was all over my ass about calling, yeah. <laughs> calling Buck Allen Terrence West. So leave me alone, guys. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, you, you guys, your yeah, guys' comments you see make me better. Wrong, if you see something you wrong, you let us with, know. You let not only Matt know, let Gray know. Leave a comment under the baseball site. Just say, "Hey, listen, your uh, your football, sucks. your football writers need to get it together." Yes, yes, I agree. 
no, uh, we do appreciate you guys letting us know when we do uh, mix something up. It makes us better. So uh, keep it up. And I may give you a little shit at the time, but in the end, it'll it'll be better for everybody. So Steelers and Bengals, um, I think Joe Mixon's going to run for 600 yards this week and 17 touchdowns. Uh, <laughs> Zach, what do you think of this game? Um, I, I think you should start the usual suspects um, on Pittsburgh and then on Cincinnati. I think No, well, well, well what about Martavis Bryant? Oh, oh, well, I don't think he's a usual suspect for – I think you can pretty much drop Martavis Bryant. Eventually, I, I think I don't disagree with you. I mean, I I think eventually something's got to give with the Steelers' offense, but until that point happens, I I don't know why you would hold on to Bryant. Um, he should be doing better, and he's not, and it's disappointing. But there's nothing you can do about it. And on the Bengals' side of the ball, you know, I don't I don't really hear much about Tyler Croft. No, I I people forget. Pe- people forget. People often. They look at Tyler Croft and they're like, eh. But I don't think they should do that. I think when people should look at Tyler Croft, I think they should be like, hmm, Tyler Croft. But, um, yeah, no, I, I think it's – he's been – he's starting to produce without Eifert. And now that Eifert is out for the season, um, I think Croft is a great – rest of the season pickup if he's still on the waiver wire um, and you can get him. And I think you can start him just week to week just based off of how this tight end position is so far in 20, 2017. All righty. Uh, Broncos and Chargers. The red-hot Los Angeles Chargers. They have won two in a row on last second, last second field goals, I believe, for both of them. So on the Chargers side of the ball, really the only person I like is Melvin Gordon. I don't even. I, I, I would like start. Ke- I would actually start Keenan Allen because he's historically pretty decent against the Broncos. But other than that, I just don't want to start anybody. Yeah, oh, not... Hunter Hunter Henry's would be okay. Yeah, I mean, Henry's he's a, okay. He's a target monster after the last mm-hmm. couple weeks. Yeah, Henry, I think is good. Uh, I'm not confident on Melvin Gordon, but you can't you can't ever really bench him. And then right. on Denver, I think you can start CJ. It was a fluke week last last week. I'll, I'm just going to what about it Fowler? That. F- Fowler's interesting. Rest of season, sure, but for this week, I don't think it's a great matchup. But yes, definitely rest of season because Sanders is out of the picture uh, mm-hmm. for the time being. Definitely, I think you can definitely pick up Fowler, but not this week. I want to. I want to wait a week, but I do like Demarius Thomas. Okay, and Monday night, we have nice. the Washington professional 10. football. Ten Thank out of you. ten sound effects. I love it. Washington professional football team at the Philadelphia Eagles, the first place Philadelphia Eagles <laughs> with the best quarterback in the NFC, Carson Wentz. Mm. <clears throat> How do you how do you see this game going? Um, I think it's going to be a really high scoring affair. Uh, I think you should start everyone. You well, okay? Sorry. I think it's going to be a high scoring game, but I'm not really confident on individually any of the uh, Washington receivers. Um, I think you can start Kirk Cousins. You know, Chris Thompson definitely. Jordan Reed definitely. Pryor and Crowder. Crap! They're both crap. I was expecting such Pryor, a better Pryor's game. highest game total of catches is six this year, which he did once in week one. Since then, three. Yeah, it's so it's so 
it's not even frustrating. It's just depressing because I I was high on both of them heading into Me the year, too. and Me I ha- I still have both of them in a lot of my leagues. I'm holding on to I'm holding on to hope here, but you know I think Cousins is a good I think good Doxon might be a better option yeah, to yeah. to have over Crowder. I'm not ready to give up on Terrell Pryor yet. Yeah, yeah. I I agree with that. I agree with that statement. And then on the Eagles side of the ball. Definitely Wentz, definitely, you know, Alshon and Torrey Smith even as like a, you know, what the heck flex kind of play. Um, and yeah, that's, that's kind of how I see the game going. I don't mind any of the Eagles running backs, but I'm not, you know, so eager to start any of them. Give me one second, because do you know who I actually am really eager to start? I mean, yeah. not necessarily start because he's not getting the workload that he should. All right. LeGarrette Blunt yeah. is averaging 5.57 yards per carry this year. Yeah, no, he's he looks amazing, but the only issue is that... He looks great on Thursday. Yeah, it just seems... It doesn't seem like they're, they're... The Eagles organization is so eager to use him as a bell cow. He must be an asshole. I don't get it. No, you know what I think he's doing? I, he's... Yeah, maybe it's that. Maybe it's smoking, that. smoking too much of the. I was gonna say that, but if the he, devil's lettuce. Yeah, but if if he was, you know, that was my original opinion. But if he truly was, they would have kicked him off the path, and the paths would have picked him up. I know. Yes. You know that's just how Legarrette Blunt uh, Legarrette Blunt operates. I don't know Legarrette Blunt. I don't know if you're on the Jazz Cabbage or not, but if you are, you need you need to cut it out so you can get more carries and get me some fantasy points. Mm. So that's gonna wrap it up for this week, um, Zach. I know you have quite a big week at school, but Oof. on the Rasball side of things, mm. what do you have going on? Because Tough none of us none of us want to hear about what you have going on mm. in your life. So anyway, in my first period class, we had a lot of homework. <laughs> oh. Um, no, so this week, you know, I had to delay my rankings post from this morning to tomorrow morning, so for those of you listening, I think this podcast will come out after my rankings, but head on over to the site to check out my uh, Week 7 rankings, and then um, we're switching things up at Razzball. Um I'm no longer going to be having just an all-tools article Saturday morning, because it kind of interferes with the start and sit that... Um, that read is it read that sends out the start and sit i'm awful for not knowing yeah this. yeah he is okay yeah, good okay good it. yeah i'm a company man dude i'm i'm a i'm a, I'm a company man um it kind of interferes Rasball. with yeah it kind of interferes with what reed's sending out so we're going to combine the saturday article with my rankings post so anything mm-hmm. and everything that you can have for the tools will be put uh, will be inserted into my rankings post. Um, every so essentially, Wednesday he's actually working two days a week. So essentially, um, yeah, but I make up for it in my thirty-minute-long rants about uh, West Coast-style offenses. Very true. Mm-hmm. Very true. You can find him on Twitter at Rasball underscore Zach. You can find me on Twitter at Rasball underscore MB. We will talk to you next week. Good night. Or good day. Or good night. I'm foreign too, by the way. Woo! Uh, I'm not. (laughs) Got him.